This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who wrote the pod. I'm your host, David, and today's game will feature the Benchwarmer team of Scott and Matt versus the team of Dan and head coach to our Patreon team, Benchy Award winner and returning guest, Chris Shen. Chris, uh, why don't we start with you? We all know you now. I think you've got a three and two record, maybe. So, uh, uh, so yeah, right. sounds about right. I, I, <laughs> maybe two and three. I'm not sure. I, I probably shouldn't be, shouldn't have a winning record if I oh, do. You, you, you can always ruin it tonight and hit 500 one way or the other. So, <laughs> what's new in your world? Anything, anything new uh, and exciting? Uh, well, I work in a high school and um, next it was a Thursday is when I got to go back into school. So my summer has less than two days left. And then that's depressing. <laughs> well, but I also good... know I'm getting no sympathy for those people who work year round. So this is true. But we also <laughs> appreciate what you do in the school. So remind us what you do in the school. I can't remember. Uh, I'm a guidance counselor or a school counselor, if you want to be politically correct. Uh, high school. So your job yep, is to get kids school. into college? Yes. Nice. I steer them away from Brown, though. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. The all lesser right. of all of the Ivy League schools. So. <laughs> hey, first alphabetically. All right. Remember that. Dan, what's up with you? I've been, you, uh, I've been back at school for two and a half weeks now. Well, it's, it's North Carolina, yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why, why don't we start when it's like 105 degrees it it really doesn't matter. I mean, it could be 105 in September, so it's not like it's any guarantee. Or but, June. So, yeah. Right. right. It's exactly. going to be 105 in December pretty soon. Yeah. Two years. This is true. We're all going to be moving north. All right. So, Dan, you got a, you got a team name tonight? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, if you want to tell I'm, I'm doing I fine, by the way. Thanks for asking, David. You started um, with the school stuff, so I figured that was my opening <laughs> to just move you along. <laughs> um. So, the... I don't know if everybody remembers this or not, but the last time this combination of teams um, met together, it was the same teams. It was Matt and Scott against Chris and myself. And um, back then we, um, we already showed off the fact that we have two benches between us. So um, this time we're going, um, going back to something that uh, happened during the game where um Two two names kind of got conflated, and um, we've decided that tonight we're going to be Connor McGregor, Oilers legend. <laughs> I I remember that well. I think I I think I wrote the pre and post game that led to that. Yes, and and Chris came darn close into talking you into checking in with something like that. So yes, well done. All right, Connor McGregor, Oilers legend. Matt Scott, how are you guys this evening? Who wants to go? Who wants to talk first? I'll go ahead and talk first because Scott has our team name. Oh, perfect. Um, and I, I'm super excited now because uh, right off the bat, Dan and David decided to go at each other and have a little beef. So I would like for this game to be a Dan versus David beef episode. So let's go ahead and make that happen. So Wait, Scott, are we pulling the rug out again? Me, you and Chris are hosting. and yeah. <laughs> There's been a coup, ladies and gentlemen. I've, the mic has been taken over. I've been off of beef for the last like nine months, so I don't know. Oh, no. I don't want to no. jump into this again. Uh, so, yeah, I'm doing good. My kids started school, yeah, same as yours, I think, maybe even like a couple of days before yours, Dan. My kids started school on the... 11th of august which to me ours seemed... was the ninth ours was oh absurd. okay yeah so absurd it's ridiculous i don't understand that when, in minnesota we only started the it was the tuesday after labor day so it was the way it was always so weird anyway okay i'm doing good super super hot for those who are listening to this episode in like late september or something like that you'll uh, you know but here today it was 104 degrees oof in omaha so yeah brutal scott yeah, Scott, hit us. Tell us about your weather. Uh, not as hot here in the 70s. We survived the hurricane of 2023. Um, so those of you that are listening a month and a half from now or whatever, a month from now, we're still here. Uh, LA's still here. We're good. Um, yeah, earthquakes are a thing that happened, but I never feel them. I only ever hear about them. I've only ever felt one since I've been here. So really, whatever. I'm good. Yeah, like I... Every like every other week, it's like, oh, do you feel the earthquake? I'm like, no, sorry, I didn't. 
<laughs> I've been on the I've been on a and like uh, work meetings with friends with coworkers in California and be like, ooh, did you feel that? No, I'm in Nebraska. <laughs> so team name wise, um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the last time we had this collection of individuals, <laughs> uh, we had the same teams. It was Chris and Dan against Matt and myself. And at with, some point, with David hosting, by the way, with David hosting. And at some point during the game, I uh, I told Chris that he had to go shirtless for whatever reason. It doesn't matter what the reason is. You know, I said what I said. But in honor of that and in honor of, of the same teams here uh, and in honor of Matt's uh, excellent choice of attire for this game, our team name is going to be Gotta Go Sleeveless, pal. It's awesome. All right. So we got Gotta Go uh, Gotta go Sleeveless, pal versus Conor McGregor, Oilers legend. See how many times I trip over those two. All right. We'll kick it over to For Real for, uh, to Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right. Any questions about the rules before we start? We're all good. Nope. No questions about the rules, but is this game going to be as hard as last time? Because the last time we played, it was 250 to 200. Nah, I think it'll be a lot easier. We'll see. All right. Today's first quarter is going to be let it ride or throw in the towel. Oh, jeez. Let it ride or throw in the towel. For this quarter, there will be four questions in a given category that increase in difficulty. After each question, teams can decide to let it ride and attempt the next question or throw in the towel and take the points they have accumulated to that point. Each question is worth 50 points. If a team answers incorrectly, they will lose half of their points accumulated in the quarter. Okay. This wow. quarter is going to be all about players who won big four championships in consecutive years, but not for the same team. Question number one, now a college coach. This defensive back and return specialist won Super Bowl 29 with the 49ers and Super Bowl 30 with the Cowboys. I think we can check in. All right. Got to go sleeveless pal has checked in. Connor McGregor, Oilers legend. Talk it out. What you got, Connor? So Dion. Yeah, I think it, I think you're right. I think it's Dion. Yeah, it's 94 and 95, yeah. Yeah, now a college coach, yeah. I, oh, I, I omitted that first part, yeah. You got to read the questions, man. Yeah, I, I skipped the first the first part of the set. Yeah, now, now, yes, yes, now yes, batting yes. for E, yeah. Chris, Chris, yeah. Shen, Shen. <laughs> yeah, we'll check that in. All right, and got to go sleeve his pal. What'd you have? Yeah, he typed in Dion, and I think I checked him before, or just as he <laughs> typed in Dion. So, yeah, Neon Dion, or Coach Prime. As we're calling him now. Deion Sanders is correct. Both teams will be receiving points. I, I read actually Dion apparently is the only person in Super Bowl history who has logged both a reception and an interception. Not in the same Super Bowl, but he's the only one that has had both in the in Super Bowl history. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's see. Who do I go to first? Got to go sleeve his pal. Let it ride. Throw in the towel. We're going to let it ride. Okay. Conor McGregor. Well, yeah, for as hard as that it. last one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, both teams are going to let it ride. Question number two. Now an NBA head coach, this three-point shooting specialist has won a total of nine championship rings as a player and a coach, including in back-to-back years with the Bulls in 1998 and Spurs in 1999. Checked in. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Once again, got to go sleep. His pal has checked in. Connor McGregor, time to talk it out. Yeah, it's going to be Steve Kerr, right? Yeah. Yeah, Steve Kerr. All right. Yeah, we'll right. check that in. All right. And got to go sleeveless. Same thing. Steve Kerr. All right. Both teams are receiving points. Okay. See, not so bad so far. So I'll go to Conor McGregor first. Let it ride or throw in the towel. Man, I mean, now. now We're not Conor McGregor, gonna, so we can't. Yeah, now he's going to throw on the gauntlet well, it's gonna be the third one. Now a Little League head coach. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I, I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's right. do it. Right. Yeah, we'll go. We'll, okay. we'll keep going. 
and got to go sleep. I think we should, we should do one more at yeah. least. Okay. Question number three. Two players, one on offense, one on defense, played for both the Patriots in Super Bowl 51 and the Eagles in Super Bowl 52. Name either one. All right. We're going to check in. All right. Connor McGregor, Oilers legend, has checked in. Got to go sleep his pal. You got about 45 seconds. Yeah, we probably should have thrown him out. Yeah. I, I was throwing out the Wisconsin running backs because I thought they went back and forth. I know that both of them played. Yeah. So Corey well, Clement was in. Clement was definitely on the Eagles. I don't I don't yeah. have a recollection of him on New England because it was like James White, Deion Lewis. Yep. Um, whichever power back they wanted to have around that time, Brandon Bolden. It wasn't Fournette. He wasn't there yet. No, not that great. So I I, I just don't, um, you know, I can't, so I'm pretty sure Clement was on the Eagles for several years. So I don't think he would have gone back. I, I can't think of, of who this is. I know Kenyon Barner was on both rosters, but I, I can't place when. And I don't know. I thought he would have went the other way, like Eagles and then Patriots. And this would be Patriots then Eagles for him. For, for him. I mean, it's probably yeah. an offensive lineman or something. That uh, I, right, and like a defensive back on on the on the other side, probably. Yeah. I need an answer. Smith and to... Jones. <laughs> I mean, you do whatever you want. I don't care, man. I mean, we could do that, and then at least just hope that one of them is. You'll, you only need one. You only. Oh, we only need one. Right, right. So I mean, right. So we just throw out oh, one wait. name. I said name either yeah. one. Oh. Yeah. He, Name either um, one. Yeah, so let's just throw out. Should we just throw out Brown? That's always a good football name. You don't want to try this, Kenyon Barner? I mean, we can sure. All right, we'll check in with Kenyon Barner. All right, and we'll go to Conor McGregor. The more I think about this, Chris, the more I'm pretty sure that uh, that we got this. Okay. Um, because I seem to remember. I'm pretty sure he scored a touchdown in the in '52 for the Eagles. Um, we said Legarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt is correct. And it's funny, Kenyon Barner, of course, like LeGarrette Blunt, also an Oregon Duck running back. Um, yes. yes. One team did get it. The two answers um, were actually... What, was the other guy a safety? No, the other guy was Chris Long. Okay, so it wasn't Patrick Chung. No, no. I think Patrick Chung... Because he, he went from there? the Pats to the Eagles. I'm uh, but sure. I think not, not, in, not in the two years that they won the Super Bowl consecutively, though. So... We had one team that did not get it right and one team that did get it right. So I have to ask Conor McGregor, Oilers legend. I mean, he's already shaking his head. He didn't ask the question yet. <laughs> Do you want to let it ride or throw in the towel? I got a towel to throw if that's all right, Chris. I. All right. Could we just, just rip our shirts off instead? <laughs> we could. <laughs> I don't let want to ride or throw in the shirt. Right. I want to rip this one. This is a good shirt. But... Okay. Uh, so is that a final decision? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right, Chris? Are you, are you good yeah. with that? Okay, so just for just for nothing, I will share with you the last one, which was in 2020 and 21, this outfielder won back-to-back World Series with the Dodgers and Braves, respectively, making him the ninth player in Major League Baseball history to win the World Series in consecutive years for different teams. The correct answer was Jock Peterson. Who, oh, yeah. uh, shout out Jock to Eric. Peterson? Sh- shout out to Eric Walling. Jock Peterson is a cover athlete for Jewish Sports Quarterly. So... <laughs> There you go. <laughs> he's he's also, I found out from doing a little bit of research, that he's one of three rookies, including Albert Pujols, by the way, who hit 20 home runs his rookie year before July. It's pretty impressive. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, no idea. He, he, he burst on the scene. Yeah, he did. And he still yeah. hits like 215 and has just enough power. All right. After the first quarter, we have scores of Conor McGregor Oilers legend with 150 points and got to go sleeveless pal with 50 points. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia that you have come to expect from us. There are also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. That will take us to the second quarter, which today will be... The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, 
they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question number one of The Missing Link. Though this U.S. state is not home to any schools that have made the NCAA men's basketball tournament, it has developed a pipeline of players to major college basketball schools, producing Mario Chalmers, who went to Kansas, Trajan Langdon and Carlos Boozer, who both went to Duke. As players, all three made it to the NCAA championship game. Checked in. All right. Got to go sleep. His pal has checked in in a big hurry. That leaves Conor McGregor to talk it out. How long do we want to talk this out before we give the answer? Yeah, I mean, I knew it as soon as he said Trajan Langdon. Yeah. Same. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's it's Alaska. So yeah, checking in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know who you're dragging it out for. They've already checked in. Got to go sleeveless, pal. What do you guys have? Yeah, same. Trajan Langdon was the dead giveaway. It, it's funny. He was the least successful of the three, and yet everyone has him associated with Alaska. <laughs> but maybe it's because of the podcast. I think that's why. No, know, because the other guys, you can say, oh, Chalmers did this, Boozer did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Langdon, yeah. all he's got is Alaska. Yeah. Well, Langdon was older than Boozer, right? That, that uh, he came like a couple years before, I a think. A couple years before, yeah. that's right. And then I, I thought that he was one of the reasons why Boozer He was, there. yeah. Yeah, he was like in charge of the visit. He hosted him. Yeah. So just to make everyone feel a little bit older, well, maybe this only works for me, but Boozer actually has twin sons who are, I think, maybe rising seniors. They're either rising juniors or rising seniors, and they are like both in the top 10 recruits in the country so no doubt they'll end up at duke but anyway yes and they're uh and they're in still in alaska no 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 he he i don't think he went back to alaska when he left after (laughs) (laughs) nobody goes back to alaska (laughs) except for marcus all right question number two in 2017 the groundbreaking ceremony for this stadium included roger goodell howie long jim plunkett and ray guy yeah. Yeah, that's it. We can check in. Yep. All right. Connor McGregor has checked in. Gotta go sleeveless, pal. Your turn to talk it out. Yeah. Allegiant Allegiant Stadium. Allegiant. It's the Vegas, the the black hole, the new yeah. Yeah, that, that's Allegiant. Yep. Allegiant Stadium for right. five thousand points. <laughs> that yes, won't make up are. the difference. But you will um you that you're checking in? You're good? Yes. All right. Got to go. Uh, no, uh, Connor McGregor. What did you guys have? We had, a, yeah, we had a Allegiant Stadium. That is correct. And both teams are receiving points. Our themed linked answers thus far are Allegiant Stadium and Alaska. Question number three of our missing link. Heisman Trophy winners, Doak Walker, Davey O'Brien, Earl Campbell, and Andre Ware all played in this conference. We can check in, dude. Got to go. Sleeveless Pal has checked in. Connor McGregor, you guys can talk it out. I mean... The, the the swag's a thing isn't it like still a thing like a f uh fca fca yeah fcs team yes it, yeah it still is but um just because there's nothing in there that says that it the conference is folded but right no i think i think it's not i don't think it's the southwest athletic conference i think it's just the southwest oh. conference is what i'm trying okay. to say all right i'm fine with that then yeah yeah we'll we'll check in with the southwest conference all right, and got to go sleeveless. What did you guys have? Same thing, Southwest Conference. That is correct. I, I had forgotten when I looked up the Southwest Conference. It was basically like all Texas schools and then Arkansas for some reason. So until Arkansas split off to go to the SEC, it was still just basically all all um, all Texas schools. Or at some point, no, Oklahoma was always different, I guess. I, Oklahoma, I they... Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Missouri, Kansas, Kansas State. That's right. There was Nebraska the was the was the big eight. The big eight. That's right. That's right. Okay. Our theme linked answers thus far are Allegiant Stadium, Alaska, and the Southwest Conference. Question number four. The mascot for this MLS soccer team is Talon, the bald eagle. We're gonna check in. All right. Uh, Connor McGregor has checked in. Got to go sleeveless. Talk it out. DC well, not, yeah. United? That makes the most sense, right? And oh. also, when if you say to me, name an MLS team. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna United. In, we're going to check in with DC United. All right. And Connor McGregor? Bald Eagle makes sense for it to be DC, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So we said DC United as well. And that is correct. Well done. It was hard for me to 
pull out some DC United facts, but our theme like dancers thus far are Allegiant Stadium, Alaska, Southwest <clears throat> Conference, and DC United. Question number five. The nickname of this WWE wrestler whose entrance music starts Adrenaline in my soul, every thought out of control. By the way, his father's nickname would also work for the theme. Well, I mean, we're checked in. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Gotta go sleepless is checked in. <laughs> Adrenaline in my soul. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Um, yeah, so it's going to be Dustin Rhodes, um, the American Nightmare. We'll check that in. And got to go sleeveless? Uh, this is interesting because technically he's wrong because it's not Dustin Rhodes, it's Cody Rhodes. Oh, that, but I said, but um, you said you're but right. I asked for the nickname. But you asked for the nickname, but the question asks for the wrestler. The question says the nickname of this wrestler. So the wrestler, based on oh, the question, is Sorry. Cody Rhodes. I wanted I'm the, just saying. Uh, okay, I wanted the nickname. I wanted the nickname. <laughs> I don't know why I said because it's because he added Dusty to it. That's uh, uh, yeah. It's, it's the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. I'll give you both correct answers. Yes, That's, that is correct. Yes, absolutely. All right, both teams are at, yeah. A little little hesitation there, but both teams are getting points. And our themed-linked answers thus far are, oh, not thus far, but completely, are Allegiant Stadium, Alaska, Southwest Conference, DC United, and American Nightmare. This one proved to be about as easy as I thought it might be. And both teams got it around the second question or around when the second question was answered. Both teams got it at the second question, but Conor McGregor, Oilers legend, got it in just before Gotta Go Sleeveless. So, Dan, since you mailed it to me, why don't you uh, break it down? Well, I mean, after Allegiant came out, Chris said, these are airlines, right? And I said, yeah, <laughs> they are. And then he said, did you send it to David? And I said, yeah, I did. <laughs> so you did so, without checking with your teammate? Is that what you're telling me? I always do that. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've known that or not, but I always check in before I check in. With <laughs> I think if I, would these... have, if I would have just sent it over to him, Scott, and I wouldn't have verified with you, I probably would have been ahead of Dan. But uh... I think you were ahead of Dan. That's we what were... I, I heard that you were ahead of Dan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were, we were wondering what else could could have possibly been out there for these. I, I Yeah, me, same. I said Spirit of St. Louis. Like, is oh, that, the, is that yeah. the Horizon yeah. The Horizon League? Yeah. I was thinking something about Frontier, you know, so the Pan, yeah, the Pan yeah. Am, the Pan Am games, the Pan Am games. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. No, the, tried the second, one. the second right. I came up with airlines, and then he started talking about Texas and the conference, and like Southwest. Of course, that confirms now. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could well, add well, the Aloha Bowl. Isn't there an Aloha Bowl? Uh, yeah. There is an Aloha Bowl, but I was yes that. That would have worked actually. I was trying to come up with ones where it wasn't so completely tied to the airlines. I was even trying to remember. When they named Allegiant Stadium, was that for the airline? I would imagine, right? I guess it had to be, but it wouldn't. I mean, it seems logical, but all the other ones are not, right? I mean, like Alaska, Southwest Conference, DC United, American yeah. Nightmare slash American Dream. So uh, after the second quarter, we have scores of Conor McGregor, Oilers legend with 350 points and Gotta Go Sleeveless Pal with 200 points. That will bring us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. So this halftime is going to be odd one out style, sort of. No. Don't worry. <laughs> I always say that. Don't worry. It's going to be good. Okay. So just to give you a getting a getting a swing of this. So for question one, I'm going to name four baseball movies each of which centers around one major league baseball team. And all of those teams are in the same division currently. Okay. All I want you to do is name the one team that's not covered by one of these movies. Oh, okay. All right. So here we go. Little big league for the love of the game, eight men out and major league. We can check in. All right. Very quickly. Got to go sleeveless has checked in Connor McGregor. You can talk it out. All right, Chris. Little Big League was the Twins. Yeah. Um, Love of the Game was the Tigers. Um, Eight Men Out was the White Sox. And um, big um, what was the major other league one? was major league. That's the, Indians. Yeah, slash, Guardians. I mean, they weren't yeah. the Guardians, but right. Yeah. So it's going to be the Royals, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll check in with the Royals. All right. And got to go sleeveless. The second you brought up this idea that's the 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 four team the four movies that popped into my brain immediately so i was like yep 
yeah, we checked in with the Royals also. Well done. Can't can't throw anything past you guys. Well, they'll get slightly harder now. Okay, for this question, I'm going to describe three football teams in movies that all play in the same division. You tell me the team that plays in the same division but's not on the list. Okay. Current division, right? The current current, division. current division. Yes. Thank you for clarifying. As of August twenty second, twenty twenty three. Right. <laughs> or maybe last year at the same time. Because we have realignment on that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, throwing me off. In two years, it might be somebody could listen to this episode yeah. two years from now. You may not that's, have heard about the Seattle Seahawks are leaving for the uh, NFC North. So all yeah. right. Here we go. The team with whom wide receiver Rod Tidwell is negotiating a new contract. Number two. The team that quarterback Bo Callahan is traded to on draft day. And number three, the team that quarterback Joe Pendleton is playing for when he's prematurely killed in an auto accident. We can check in. All right. Got to go sleeveless pal has checked in. Connor McGregor, you get to talk it out. All right. So, I mean, Rod Tidwell is obviously the Cardinals. Yes. Bo Callahan, that was um, the number one overall pick. Yes. Um... I, I don't remember who they traded him to. Well, it's so the the last one Pendleton is the Rams, so it's going to be either the 49ers or the Seahawks. I... Oh, it was the Seahawks then? Okay, I remember that them making a trade to the Seahawks. Okay, so the the 49ers then is going to be the yeah the, the answer. All right, okay, we'll check in the 49ers. All right, and got to go sleeveless. What did you guys have? Yeah, so the what, what was draft day, right? Yeah, so Kevin Costner has what I think is the best out of nowhere random line in all of I can remember a long time. Anyway, so he's talking to the GM of the of the Seattle Seahawks and he calls him a, a pancake pancake eating son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know why. But anyway, yeah. So the answer we came up with is the 49ers. That is correct. And and I you guys ran it of course. Tidwell was the Cardinals. Bo Callahan was traded to the Seahawks. He wasn't the number one overall pick, but yeah. He was supposed to, he was supposed to be. He was he entering the being like the number seven. The sixth or six or seventh, like six, right? Seven, Something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. And of course, Joe Pendleton is heaven can wait. And that's the Rams. Well done. All right. Uh last one is very similar to the to the second one. So I'm going to give you three movies about specific NFL teams, and you tell me which one is in a division currently that is not. Here we go. Journalist George Plimpton, played by Alan Alda, tries out for an NFL team. Alex Karras plays himself. Number two, in an acapella throwdown, one one NFL team is eliminated early. And number three, with the title character played by James Caan, this movie centers around teammate running backs, one a Hall of Famer, and the other whose life and NFL career are tragically cut short. We can check in. Got to go shirtless, pal. Has checked in. Conor McGregor, yours to talk out again. This is either the Vikings or Packers. I don't know what the, the middle thing is. Acapella throwdown, one NFL team is eliminated early. Would you say either the Bears or so the Bears and the Lions are the other two? The the Bears. Well, the Lions was the first was one. Was George Plimpton, yeah. yeah. And the Bears was the Bears was the third one. Right. So it's either the Packers or the Vikings. And I have no idea what this is. The Acapella throwdown NFL team. From a movie would it would have been from a movie? Yeah. I don't know what this would be. Um, I mean, I'm wondering if this is like pitch perfect and there was somebody called the vikings or something i mean i don't know yeah i i agree with you i I don't know what that is either so if if it was about the minnesota vikings i would have heard about it it would have been part of our collective knowledge about just things you know about your team so if i had to make a guess i would say the vikings is the answer okay to this that's fine yeah because i mean i i agree with you i don't know what that middle one is either yeah, and I I make it my business to not know anything about the Packers. So, <laughs> are, are can we do we go with the Vikings then? It's it's a 50-50, yeah. but with yeah. with maybe maybe 50, 55, 45 or something. Yeah. All right, we're gonna say the Minnesota Vikings. All right, and gotta go sleepless, pal. Yeah, it was pitch perfect. Uh, I think it's pitch perfect too. Pitch perfect too. You're right. Correct. Um, it was a uh, Josh Sitton. And uh, I know Clay Lyon, was there, Clay, right? Clay, and the Don Barclay, like a bunch of random offensive linemen who like, can sing, who yeah. can really sing, yeah, yeah, legitimately could sing. And so, um, yeah, it this the the answer to the question is the Vikings because it was the Bears and the Detroit Lions for the other two, like you guys said. So, yeah, 
Yeah, every, everybody nailed it and got their points. Well done. Two things to say about this. One is they actually, you should go back and review it, Dan, even though you hate the Packers because they sang Bootylicious and it was pretty darn good. Uh, the second thing I, I want to say is- I just heard what, what I needed to hear. I don't need to- <laughs> no, that's, actually, that's fair. Fair enough. But the second the second thing I will say about this is that, uh, that it's hard to write questions about the Vikings that Dan doesn't immediately know the answer. So I figured mm-hmm. if, I could, if I could back you into it, then maybe I'd have a shot. So there it is. I at least gave you some pause on whether it was the Vikings or not. But everybody What about the time. TV show Vikings? That's exactly. true. But this was legitimately about the Packers. All right. Yeah. So, so after halftime, go ahead. You could have done the NFC East, couldn't you? There had to have been a way to do that. Little Giants. Well, Little Giants wasn't really about the Giants, though. They showed up, though. Uh, sh- uh, sure. <laughs> and I'm, I I'm still I'm waiting for my NBA one. Like you yeah. could have done the the Atlantic, right? I mean, you've got the, it Knicks, was, the Celtics. It would have been really hard. You find me a movie about the Nets. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're, they're the odd team out. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I'm sure we can. Oh, I'm sure we can get the, the Rap- Sixers in there. The Raptors. I mean, come on, uh, Jurassic I, I... Park. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I did. I did not occur to me to do the Raptors. Yeah, in, Invincible and North Dallas Forty. I suppose those would have been too easy. They ever. would have been a little bit too easy, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why I didn't use the name Paper Lion for the. For the movie yeah. and the last one. All right. So after halftime, we have scores of Conor McGregor, Oilers legend with 425 points and got to go sleeveless pal with 275 points. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. We will start out with one for our guest. Okay, question number one of five on three. I'm looking for the last five Red Sox players to lead the league in home runs. David, you're diabolical. I'm right, we're going to check in. All right. Uh, Connor McGregor, Oilers legend, has checked in. About a minute to go for Gotta Go Sleeveless Pal. The four that we're pretty certain about, right? We're going to go with those four? Yep. And then it's just a matter of do we want to risk the fifth one? I mean, we're down. It's 40 or zero, but it might not be 40 anyway if we're not right on those four on one of them. So the 40 that we are, sorry, the 40, the four that the, we, yes, yeah. so you got 40 people, <laughs> the four that we have, we're going to go with big poppy. Yep. And then we were going to go with Movon 95. Yep. And then we were going to go with, uh, um, Jim Rice and Carl Yastrzemski 67. Right? Yep. Yep. And then we think that this might go back a ways even before that, but, uh, did you have yeah. another one that you wanted to try to go for? No, I just, I'm, Jimmy Fox is tempting, but there could have been some dude right in the fifties that that you know what I mean that did it that randomly or what about Dwight Evans? Like Mason's not here, but that's a name. Yeah, I don't know if he ever led the league, but yeah, he was definitely a prolific like early eighties. Yeah, yeah, no, he was, yeah, he was definitely. I mean, if we want to go for five, he would make sense, and then Yastrzemski. I'm just worried that the, that Manny would have snuck in there at one of those times in the '90s, but there was so many guys hitting so many. No, because I mean, he didn't even get to he didn't get to Boston until the early 2000s. Oh yeah, what am I thinking? He of? was yeah. up against like A Rod and and I think there was just a lot of guys. All right, so let's, let's clean this up here. So we're gonna go with 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 uh, Ortiz, Movon. Do you mind if I go with? Um, let's do it. Dwight yep. Evans, and then. Are we going to go with Yaz and well, Rice for sure, Jim Rice? Yeah, I think we'll and, go back to Yaz. I don't think there's anyone in between and Yaz, Yaz and Evans. Wait, I think you just ritlinged off six people. So can you do that again, please? So we're going to go with Poppy. Okay. Movon, mm-hmm. Jim Rice, Dwight Evans, and Yastrzemski. Okay, got it. 
and Conor McGregor. All right, so Ortiz, and then um, 04 was Manny, the magical 04 year. And then I think you need to go way back after that. I think you need to go into the early 80s after that. Um, Tony Armas did it once. Typed his name oh, to Matt. He said his name too. Um, Jim it. Rice. And then David gave me a hint by telling me that it was a, a tie. And that put 1981 in play because 1981 was the strike shortened season. And there were four guys that all hit like a, like a low twenties to, to lead the league. And one of them was Dwight Evans. So we said Evans, right. I'm not right. Evans, right. Rice, Armas, Manny and Ortiz. One team will be receiving points and to break the suspense quickly, Dan, you're a machine. That was ridiculous yeah. how you how you broke that down. So first of all, yeah, let me give you a little a tiny bit of color. You're right. Ortiz had uh, in 2006 hit 56 and you know killed the league. 2004, you're exactly right about Manny. 1984 was Tony Armas in a brief stay stay with the Red Sox. He's also one of my favorite trivia questions because he's his name is made up of four body parts: toe, knee, arm, ass. Uh, very important. Trivia. <laughs> um, uh, Jim Rice was 1983, although also led in the late 70s. My favorite player growing up. He was he was sort of my Kirby Puckett. And in 1981, in a strike certain year, Mike Schmidt ran away with it in the National League. But in the American League, they only played two thir- thirds of a season. I should have na- made you name all the people that he tied with. One of them was actually Tony <laughs> Armas, Tony Armas, when he played with Oakland. Uh, and the other, the other Eddie Murray were, was and, one, and I don't yes, know who the yeah. fourth one was. The fourth one was Bobby Gritch. Bobby Gritch. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was. Wow. He was that doesn't even sound like a real name. You the could second... have given me an hour and a half. I would have never came up with Bobby yeah. Gritch. Hey, he's he's a mean one, Bobby Gritch. <laughs> a lot of this goes back to my uh to my baseball card collection. I had yeah, yeah. I started collecting baseball cards around 81. So so and I'm that I'm the same thing, but my era was like 85 to 90. Oh, just yeah. a little bit too late. Yeah. So the, the thing is, back in the day, they used to have, they used to get the home run leaders card or the batting yep. average leaders card. And so this one in 1982, when it came out, was four guys and then Mike Schmidt on the other side for the National League. So, yes. Anyway, that's the, that's the only reason I had Tony Armas, by the way. Okay. Here we go. Question number two and five on three. I'm looking for the top five left handed quarterbacks by career yards passing. We're going to check in. Okay. Got to go sleeveless, pal, has checked in. Conor McGregor, you have two minutes. All right. So I think you're right when you say you said Vic and you said Esiason. Michael Vic, not Marcus. Yes. Yes. (laughs) No. Katie Vic, right, Dan? Yes. And Steve Young has got to be the first one. Yeah, my yeah, my only thing was I I mean, was he too far back? But because like they just throw so much in, you know, present day, but if Esiason's there, then Steve Young's gonna be there. Yeah. And I think um, that he, you know, I think he's got to be there. Because who, who are the recent lefties? You named Burnell. Like Scott Mitchell. He's not going to be on here. I mean, <laughs> I think the other one's going to be Ken Stabler, though. He's famously left-handed and famously threw for a lot of yards. So, <laughs> What's the differentiation between non and famously? <laughs> well, no, if he, he's one of those guys that you name – Name a lefty quarterback. Ken Stabler is going to be one of the first I people I, funny I say. I'm comfortable with all five. Yeah, I mean, I I I was starting to say before, like Kenny Stabler's a little before my my time knowing sort of what the stats were on those guys. So, well, he was whipping the so, ball around though. He was whipping yeah. the ball around a lot. If you if you're if you want to go with Kenny Stabler, I mean, you ran the last list, so. All right. I trust I, you on this. Okay, so I'm I'm positive Steve Young. I'm positive Michael Vick. I'm mm-hmm. positive Burnell. I'm almost positive Esiason, and I have got a very, very good inclination that Stable will be the last one. So if you want to go four, we yep. can. If you want to go five, we can do those. No, four. we can go five. We'll go five. All right, we're going to go um, Young, Vick, Brunel, um, Stabler, Esiason. And got to go sleepless, pal. Dude, we have like no opportunity to gain on these guys. We checked in with Boomer, Brunel, Stabler, Vic, and Young. And both teams are receiving points. Wow, you guys sniffed that one out. All right, our last five on three, which may require a little bit of explanation. The five cities or metro areas that have won all four big four titles the most recently. So what I'm looking for is if you look if you look back in history, if, if a team 
won them in, let's say, 2019, 2017, 2012, and 2003. Their year is 2003. I'm uh, good we're going to check in. All right. Uh, Conor McGregor, Oilers legend, has checked in. Got to go sleeveless. You have about 30 <laughs> seconds to put a list together. All right. So we came up with Boston, Chicago, and LA pretty quickly. Then we talked about Miami, thinking that the Dolphins' last two rules in 1973. But now that I'm thinking of it, I don't know that the Panthers have won. I don't think they won a Stanley Cup. Right, Panthers. they just lost this oh, last season. Yeah, take it back. They, yeah, you're they right. They only you're have right. one other appearance, right. right? I think you're right. You're 100. So that right. means so. I think I think so. I think Philly's in there. Okay, so then and then so okay, so Philly. We think the Brashi Bullies won in the right. late late 70s. I think so, probably like 77, 78. Yeah, and then I think I put down so. Is the fifth one is the fifth one New York with the Knicks? Is it could be with the Knicks because that's early 70s. Yep. That would be like 70. Now that Miami's out. Three-ish or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so Miami's out. Detroit, 1953. We're going to go with Philly, and then we're going to go with New York. So I think okay. Boston, Chicago, so, L.A., so New York, and so David, we have Boston, Chicago, L.A., New York, and Philly. Okay. And Conor McGregor, what did you guys have? Well, if if they're wrong, we're wrong. I said the exact same five, Um, with New York being 73, Philly 74, Chicago, 86, Boston, what, six months ago, whatever. And uh, <laughs> L.A. actually fairly recently. L.A., all of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, both teams get participation trophies, but neither team is receiving oh. points. Oh, no. Wow. Here's, 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 here's what it is. You guys were right that Los Angeles was pretty automatic. The farthest back they go is to the Kings, which was 2014. Everybody else was since in the 2020s. Boston is after that. The farthest back they go is uh, the Celtics with 2008. After that is Chicago, who goes back with the Bears to 86. After that is the one that I didn't hear anyone discussing, which is Washington. Nobody mentioned Washington, but they go back to the Wizards' bullets, which was 78. Then then the uh, Philadelphia would be next. The Flyers won in 75. And then before that, that was New York. So I think in the Super Bowl era, there are only six teams that six cities that have done this. But New York is actually number six, which gives me some pleasure. So the correct answers were Los Angeles, Boston, Chicago, Washington, and Philly in that order. Okay, so after the third quarter, we have scores of Gotta Go Sleeveless Pal with 325 and Conor McGregor Oilers Legend with 525. That will bring us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up, this quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. So, since everybody was talking about school before, this is the back to school fourth quarter preschool edition. Question one is going to be letters. Question two is going to be numbers. Question three is going to be shapes. And question four is going to be colors. Letters will be about Major League Baseball home run hitters. Numbers will be about NBA team records. Shapes will be about NFL firsts. And colors will be about the Big Four and the Olympics, just to make it as broad as possible. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one, our category is letters. Who is the only franchise home run leader whose last name starts with the same letter as the team name for whom he is franchise leader. Gosh. Oh <laughs> my God. <dude. laughs> okay. Seriously. He, he played his entire career in the last 40 years. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to check in. All right. Um, Conor McGregor, Oilers legend has checked in. Got to go sleeveless pal. You've got two minutes. Okay. So the options I have so far, right. Yeah. Yeah. Angel, Angel, Angels and Garrett Anderson. I think that's out. Mm -hmm. like the trout trout's going to have more than the Rangers and Pudge, just based on longevity. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a guy that hit, you know, between 20 to 25, and he was there for 12 years-ish. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's an option. Uh, I'm trying to think of newer teams just because I can think of all the guys that have played for them, right? So I'm thinking like Marlins and Rockies, but I don't yeah. think those match up because the Rockies is probably Helton or Holiday, and either way it doesn't, right? The Marlins is not, I don't, I can't think of anyone with an M that it would be for them. The silent H. Rockies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you so think I, Pudge is the leader for the Rangers? I don't. Who else? Who else is it? No I mean, one else. Juan, was, no one else stayed there long enough. Juan Gonzalez. 
even yeah, even Wong John though. I mean, he was hurt. He had two yeah. or three big. He had the two MVP seasons and then like one more big season with them. But that that was pretty much it. Brewers and Jeremy Burnett's or the Brewers and Ryan Braun. How about Ryan Braun? Ryan Braun and Brewers. There you How go. How about that? I that like makes that a lot of sense. Is there any old school person from the Brewers that none of them are big home run so. hitters? I mean, unless you consider, I mean, Gorman Thomas, but he didn't play there. Hank Aaron played his last season with the Brewers, right? But that, yeah, that <laughs> does, that, I, that I don't think he hit more than Braun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That one yeah. season, you want to do Brewers and Braun? I kind of like that. Brewers and Braun. Let's go with that. We're going to check in with that for one hundred. All right, and Connor McGregor. What did you have? Yeah, I mean, we we had the same uh, answer. We said Braun with the Brewers. Both teams are receiving points. For how so many for, points did they wager? Oh, yeah. How many uh, points did you wager? 32. 31. 31. Yeah. So just some of the teams you mentioned, I'll just sort of rattle them off real quickly. So who did who did you say? The Rangers is Juan gone, by the way. Oh, okay. um, He had close to 400 home runs um, with the with the Rangers. The Marlins is Stanton. So that wouldn't that yeah, have been out. Diamondbacks. Angels is Trout. Did you guys see a, a Stanton the other day yeah, and since 2017, George uh, um, Stanton is like has is still leading the Marlins and home runs since 2017, <laughs> and he was up for one yeah. season. <laughs> By the way, Ryan Braun is our our second cover guy for the Jewish Sports Quarterly of the of the day. I just wanted to share. With you. <laughs> he's all, well, he's also Eric Walling has also faced him on the. Aye, that is true. That is know. very true. All right, question two. We go on. We've done letters. Now we're going to do numbers. On the list of NBA team records for scoring averages in a season, there are two players who own the highest season scoring average for multiple teams. Not surprisingly, one of them is Will Chamberlain, who owns the scoring average records for both the Warriors and the 76ers. Who is the other player to hold season scoring or average records for two teams, setting both records in the last 25 years? And by the way, ABA team records pre-merger don't count. We're going to check in. All right. Uh, Got to go sleep. This pal has checked in. Conor McGregor, Oilers legend. You have about 30 seconds. I don't know if I'm going to come off of another name than this. Unless you can unless you can tell me somebody else who could could work out for this. But no. I have. Uh, it's usually only have, David David that has tough difficulty yeah, getting off yeah. of people. I, I have Vince, not Young, but Carter. I sent I sent Vince Young over to Chris. He's like, what, the quarterback? I said, no. <laughs> He has no. the lowest Wonderlick scores for two franchises, right? Um, I I think this is going to be, <laughs> I think this is going to be Vince Carter for the Raptors and the Nets. I can't come up with anybody else. Yeah, I mean the Raptors. I don't, I don't think there was anybody else. Um, right, and then the Nets. I mean, they've been around since he he specifically said no ABA. Yeah. So, so Dr. J wouldn't yeah. be in play for them. Yeah, I, I and yeah. unless you can come up with something else. No, that's fine. All right. We're gonna go with Vince, not young, but Carter, um, for 31 points. Okay. And gotta go sleeveless. Oh, now I'm even more mad because Vince Carter was one of the three names mm-hmm. that I sent to Matt along with LeBron and the person that I answered with, who I would assume had more for the Nets. And that's Kevin Durant. So we're thinking Nets and Thunder, Kevin Durant for 100 points. One team will be receiving points, and it is the team that said Vince mm. Young, not Carter. Or Carter, not Young. Yeah, so remarkably consistent. So Vince Carter in with the Raptors in 2000-2001 had set their record with 27.6 points per game. And then four years later, in 2004-2005, with 27.5 points per game, he set the Nets record in the post-merge era. So Dr. J, I think Dan alluded to this, but Dr. J had more points. And there was somebody else. Was it Rick Barry? Who was some Hall of Famer who played for the Nets early on in the ABA days? I can't remember who it was, but but Dr. J had several years over that. But anyway, the correct answer is Vince Carter. How many for the Nets did you say? He had... He had 27.5 with the Nets for the record and 27.6 for the Raptors for the record. Didn't didn't Durant do 30 with the Nets just like two years ago? I don't think so, but uh, hold on a second. It it could be a games played thing. Maybe he, I don't know what the, how many games played you have to have in the NBA to qualify for the scoring title. I'm looking at it now. He had 29-9 in 21-22 for the Nets, Durant, and 55 games. So yeah, I don't know. Oh damn What's it! The, I don't know what the duggery is. Uh oh, shenanigans by David Lux. 
But when I, I heard you, you say Vince's number, I'm like, I see how it is. Definitely had more than that. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna, I'm gonna both. nonsense. I'm, we we're gonna appeal to the judges, and I'm gonna do some research. But when I list, when I look off, sort of <laughs> high scoring averages for the Nets, Vince Carter is listed, mm-hmm. and Kevin Durant is not listed. So mm-hmm. now I got, yeah, I gotta go do some research. But here we go. Um, Changes the answer, right? All right. No, no, no. I, I, think, I think you got to give points to both teams. On I one, think honestly. Maybe, oh, no, both points. Bull crap. We, yeah, exactly. No, Matt's <laughs> protesting. Matt doesn't want me to give points for Vince Carter. All right, let's care. go on. And while you guys are thinking about this one, I will I will research the last one. Okay, so we've had letters and numbers. It's time for shapes. Last year, what NFL defensive lineman became the first player to play for two different teams in the same postseason? He played for the Raiders in the wild card round. And then he signed with the Bengals practice squad and ended up playing for the Bengals against the Chiefs. Also, David, I just looked it up. In order to qualify, you have to play in 58 games in an 82-game season, and Katie played in 55. Oh, shoot. All right. Off on a technicality is what you're telling me. All right. Thank goodness. David, we're going to check in. All right. So, got to go sleeveless pal has checked in. Conor McGregor, Oilers legend. You get two minutes. I, I don't have anything on this one. Yeah, I mean, I I don't, um, since I don't have NFL defensive linemen in fantasy, I don't follow them as closely as I would the skill players. It's going to be somebody with a last name that's a, a shape because there's no other shapes mentioned right. in this question. So is there a circle? Oval? Square? Is there someone with last name Square? Yeah. Triangle, hexagon. Someone to last of, name. Of hexagon. all those words, of all those shapes. What about star? Who star? That could be. I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say. Let's just say square. But star, I like as a better name. As a name. No, am I remembering somebody's last name is O V A L L E? Ovalley or maybe. You know, if you've been listening to the show, you know, new NFL, yeah. new, yeah, not my thing. And I would think that if if this is an actual shape, you'd think that it would jump out at me if I knew who it was. So one of the things that I do a lot in my job is I look at names all day, you know, with mm-hmm. like class rosters and everything. Yeah. I've never seen anybody with the last name circle or square or octagon. I don't know. Do you want to just go star? Uh, sure. All right. We're going to check in last name star for 32 points. All right. And we go to got to go sleeveless pal. Yeah. Uh, I knew I knew this. I heard this name before. And as soon as I looked back up and saw that the, because when you typed it into the thing, you put down the question and then you put down the shapes. So I'm like, oh, yes. Square Damien square. Yes. So Damien square for 100 points. It is in fact Damien Square, and he's he's the reason for the category name and the reason I wrote a whole thing about preschool back to school. But yes, it is it is Damien Square. I saw this and I was thinking, I mean, you you can't do this in Major League Baseball, but I guess I'm more familiar with the rules there. You can't just leave a roster and go well, to somebody because they have postseason rosters. Yeah, like right. They no, have fixed postseason no, rosters. Yeah, there's but in no this case, rosters, right. right. I mean, but he signed to a practice squad and then was promoted when somebody was hurt. And he ended up playing for two teams in the same postseason. That just seems crazy. I, I I'm. You know, one guy, I, I think, think it had something to do with the COVID rules, too, or something like oh, that. Oh, and that so could had, be. I think they had some lingering. But it just COVID happened rules. last year, but maybe they maybe they revamped the rules. So he's also the year. first player to lose two postseason games. Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, that's weird. So he got dropped after they lost a game? He got, he, he must So, have like, been, the Raiders lost, they were eliminated. So I guess at they, that point. They, I guess they cut him. And then, I mean, it just seems weird, though, because with that kind of loophole, you could have, like, you know, you could cut your all-pro quarterback who went. Right, right. Somebody, right. Somebody yeah, you, and that's the thing about it is you don't have to cut a guy until the end of the league year. You so don't have to, you, but Why would I don't you know, cut him in, in January? I, I have no, I have no would idea. Would have something to do with the fact that he was a practice squad guy? Maybe, but he right, was a practice maybe. He ended up contracts like day to day. So, like, if be. they kept him. They might have oh, to pay the head the entire offseason. Like I, I think it has something with the Raiders trying to screw over the Chiefs and being like, hey, Bengals, <laughs> take take one of our players, try well, to beat the it, Chiefs. It didn't but, work. Cheaters never prosper, <laughs> I guess. All right. So question number four, our last question of the night. We had letters. We had numbers. We had shapes. And now we have colors. Of the five Olympic ring colors, what is the only one that is not included in a big four team name or big four location? 
we would like to check in at this moment. All right. Got to go sleeveless pal has decided to check in. Throwing cushions into the wind. Conor McGregor, Oilers legend. Two minutes to talk it out. It's black or yellow. Because it's the, the Blue Jays, the Reds, and Green Bay. Um, yeah, and then what isn't white a color? What white's the white's the 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 background color of the yeah. background of the flag. It's the five rings. It's red, blue, black, yellow, and green. Unless it's gold, which I don't think it is. I think it's yellow. Um, but I can't think of can you think of a yellow? I mean the yellow jackets, but can you think of anything black or anything yellow? It's more likely that there's going to be a color black in a name that I can't think of right now than yellow. Well, what is yeah, it? I mean, there's because there's also the Golden State, right? Um, yeah, but I feel like there's something now. What it? What is the official team for the Las Vegas hockey team? It's the Golden Knights. You can get this, Dan. You pancake-eating son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's throwing me. I, I, can't, yeah, I, I can't, can't think of a yellow or a black right now, unless it's just something easy that I'm not thinking of. I don't know. I can't. I can't think of anything that has black other than like you know, silver and black for the Raiders. But right. But I I can't think of anything that would be yellow. Can you? I guess yellow then. All right. Got to go sleeveless, pal. What did you guys have? Chicago Blackhawks, Dan. Yeah. Chicago Blackhawks. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So Blackhawks, Green Bay, Jays, Reds, Red Sox. Um, yeah, we checked in with yellow for 100, or sorry, for 25 points. And Dan, you had how many 32. points? Yellow 32. for 32. So both teams are receiving points. And yes, it's it's the Chicago Blackhawks, the Detroit Red Wings, Boston Red Sox, Cincinnati Reds, Green Bay Packers. And then for blue, the St. Louis Blues, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Take your pick. So well done to both teams for pulling that out. Thank you. Sorry, it was so, it was so stressful. Uh, our game has come to an end. And here are the final scores. Gotta go sleeveless, pal. Finished with a respectable 450 points. But our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Sean Clifford Award, were uh, Connor McGregor, Oilers legend, who scored 587 points. Hey, uh, Chris, anything you want to uh, talk about before we before we call it a night? No, I mean, I, I had a good time. Thanks uh, for writing these questions. I, I know I'm in the minority, but I enjoy the David questions. Um, so you're man. welcome back anytime, Chris. <laughs> Enough yeah. of these knuckleheads. <laughs> Once you get all four of us on it too, while you're at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, no, I appreciate the invite, and um, you know, anytime you're looking, I think that I'm always like, I don't know, half an hour to an hour too late to get on the ones where you're looking for players because I, you know, I'm working in a school. I'm not like um, handcuffed to my email, you know. Yeah. So those come out, and I feel like you get four people within five minutes of posting them. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, anytime you're looking for someone, let me know. I'm happy to come on if I can. So. Hey, you know what? Just sign up way ahead of time. We'll have you on anytime. It's always, <laughs> it's always fun. That's easier than, uh, than playing the availability game, but thank you. Thank you for coming on to play. Thank you for indulging me. Thank you for saying you like my questions. Even if you didn't, I don't really care. I'm just glad you, somebody said it. <laughs> that, was, that was nice of you. And and thanks for your support for the podcast. It's it's yeah. it's always great to have supporters of the podcast on who just love sports and love sports trivia and love yeah. you know hanging out and talking sports trivia. So it was yeah, great. And, and I say I, I was saying this to Mark Rainier because you know we're in the um I Mark the sports <laughs> the apocalypse trivia thing yeah. and in that league. Yeah. I say like I'm Vanderbilt because I just can't compete with you know most <laughs> of these other guys. And without you know Dan, I I probably would have had you know five points. In this game, hey, look, so he really carried me. So I think it's time for me to wrap this up. So thanks again, Chris. Thanks for coming on. Again, thanks for the support. So and and on behalf of Scott, Dan, Matt, and all the bench warmers, I just want to say thank you for listening to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Bye. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. 
You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.